Many of you are going too big, too fast, too broad. What I mean by you're going too big, you've chosen a market that's too wide of a net because you want to be seen and heard. You want to fill up your pipeline. Ooh, look how many contacts I have in my email list. Ooh, look how many people have subscribed. Look how many people are watching my videos. Look how many people have book sales conversations with me consultations with me, free strategy with me. You need to find a specific market that can afford to pay for your service, for your product, or your deliverable. I Digress is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. By shedding light on the stories behind the shiny resumes, social media highlights, and job titles, No Straight Path, hosted by Ashley Menzies Babatunde, aims to humanize success from the millennial perspective. Featuring guests from all walks of life, No Straight Path aims to inspire conversations around the nuanced perspective of success. How do you define success, overcome failure, and endure life's unanticipated challenge? No Straight Path covers all of that and more. Recent episodes like Success is Maximizing Happiness, Finding Your Voice, and Success is Communal is all intent to help you see all the different layers it takes to be successful and what success really means in a modern era. In Success is Maximizing Happiness, Ashley redefines what success is. What if rather than defining yourself by your profession, you define yourself by the positive impact that you have on other people's lives? Rather than defining success by the amount of money in your bank account, define success by simply how happy you are. Listen to No Straight Path wherever you get your podcasts. So many businesses, so many startups, so many entrepreneurs focus on this big market that will absolutely, positively, 100% struggle to buy from them. If people want to buy from you, but they don't have the resources, they don't have the time, and the biggest cap, they don't have the financial stability to afford you, guess what's going to happen? You will never grow. You will take a loss. You will fail. And your business will eventually shut down and be no more. So stop going too big. And I get it. Well, Troy, if I narrow my market, I'm going to get more rejections. Well, let me ask you this. If your current market is so wide and you're still not getting business, but it feels good to your endorphins because you're staying busy, you know what? I'd rather have two sales calls a week. Shoot, I'd rather have one sales call a month that I know 99% of the time will close than have 50 to 100 sales calls and they had no chance to win from the start. It was clear and obvious as day they couldn't afford your service or product. It was clear and obvious as day they were just window shopping. It was clear and obvious as day they wasted your time for you to explain to them what it is that you do when they could have just understood it from the website, which either says your website copy is terrible or that audience that went to that website were not the ideal buyer for it because they didn't understand the language. Which, if you go to episode 70 and you go to episode 26, I talk about how to optimize your content and how to embrace disqualifying aggressively. Listen to both of those episodes. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sandin. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. Trust me. 
from someone who has lowballed, who has sent a proposal out and people have come back and saying, we'll pay for this. And it was significantly, probably 20% even of what I sent. And I took it because I felt I need to play the volume game. And I did so much work for so little money. By the time it was over, I was at a loss. We don't have time to take on things that are too big. We don't have time to go too fast. And we don't have time to be too broad. If you're afraid of hearing the words, I'm not interested, I'm not sure, maybe not right now, guess what? When it comes to sales, objection is a guarantee. 98% of the time, you're expecting to hear friction, rejection, and probably a no. Now, a no doesn't mean forever. A no means right now. A no means either I wasn't clear about what I offer. A no means, okay, I'm not in an urgent need of it right now. A no means I can't afford you right now. Or a no means this is a complete waste of conversation. I want to make this very clear. I'm not interested. No, maybe not right now. And similar phrases aren't an objection. Troy, say what? They're probably not interested because it was the wrong timing. If I'm being honest, y'all need to slow down. Too many of y'all are just trying to move too fast. You have too much zeal. You don't have enough fear. You don't have enough respect for the market, for individuals. And you think you're going to play the bull and just bull your way through to get to the price point and the success that you want. And in most cases, life will humble you quickly. I love what Derek Walker had said. He had said, instead of trying to move at the speed of light, how about we move at the speed of right? Come on now. You know, the speed required to do our jobs right, run our businesses efficiently and effectively, that type of right. The whole rush is made up. People still take however long they take to make a purchase decision. And we can't rush that. No matter how many psychology words and situations we may employ, no matter how many 72 hours left, three hours left emails you may send, no matter how aggressive or how many questions, probing questions you ask on a sales call, which let's be honest, most people don't even like, people will buy when they're ready to buy. Period. Full stop. So, Sometimes instead of trying to move so fast and you're not as accurate, you're not as precise, and you're just going through the motions and you're missing the target every single time, and if you wasted 100 arrows in your quiver, versus if you slow down, focus a little bit more, sure, maybe you're not moving at the speed of light, but if you're moving at the speed of right, maybe you improve your accuracy and your precision by 80%, and you have a significant amount more arrows that actually hits the target. So if you got one out of 100 moving at the speed of light and you got 35 out of 100 moving at the speed of right, I think I take the speed of right instead of always trying to move at the speed of light. Again, that was a gem from Derek Walker. He's a phenomenal creator, copywriter, great person to follow on LinkedIn and Twitter. It's time to take control of your social media marketing. Stay organized, save time, and easily manage your social media with Agora Pulse's inbox, publishing, reporting, monitoring, and team collaboration tools. As the ecosystem of social media is constantly changing, constantly evolving, social media managers and their counterparts need a one easy-to-use solution loaded with powerful features to help them navigate the digital world. One tool for publishing, scheduling, monitoring, listening, and reporting, all inclusive. 
all your fingertips. With over 31,000 social media managers using this tool daily. Agorapulse packs a ton of features on a unified social inbox, intuitive publishing, social listening, insightful analytics, and social media ROI where you can easily see what posts and conversations are driving sales, leads, and traffic. And that's without being a Google Analytics expert. With some of the best support in the business, rated number one on Captera, number one support on G2 Crowd, 96% user satisfaction score, and a 30-minute response time. With that amount of support, an all-inclusive turnkey one-platform solution with some of the best pricing for growing teams. You can't lose. And as an exclusive for the iDigress podcast listeners, you can get two free months using the Agora Pulse tool for free at social.agorapulse.com slash findtroy. The link to the two free months, more information about Agora Pulse, as well as some key insights I've shared on Agora Pulse's social media Pulse community will be in the show notes again we don't want to be too big we don't want to be too fast and we don't want to be too broad the reality that i want you to like legitimately stop whatever you're doing and hear what i have to say for the next 10 seconds is this if your community if your business if your audience is not growing wait for it your community your audience your business is not growing your business is dying We need to constantly, consistently, continually reach new people to get more conversations, to lead to conversions, so we can stay in business, so we can scale our business, so we can sell our business. You get what I'm trying to say. We can be too complacent. We can get too lazy. We can become too lost and busy. And what we need to do is take a step back and look at how productive we actually are in retrospective to the goals we are trying to achieve. And so if you're too broad, you're wasting a lot of time knocking on a lot of doors and ain't getting nowhere fast. Now, I don't want to be misconstrued or misunderstood. In episode 36, where I talk about learning from a door-to-door salesman, successful sales, marketing, and growth is a methodology you can only develop by knocking. Yes, you have to test. Test frequently and test often. Sell frequently and sell often. Market frequently, market often. Conversate frequently, conversate often. No denying that. But if I can take a little bit more time to determine which doors have the higher probability of opening when I knock, that will save me oodles and boodles of time, oodles and boodles of money, and oodles and boodles of energy, where I can spend elsewhere knocking on more doors that have a higher probability of opening. You see what I did there? I'm not saying you can't move quickly, but I'm saying as you're trying to move at a certain speed and pace, you have control over how fast you need to go. What I'm saying, put a speed limit on your pace. Put a filter on who you're trying to talk to, who are your various buyer personas. Get a handle on your messaging. Fine tune it, adjust it, tweak it. Be very clear and concise. I keep echoing these verbs. I keep expressing this verbiage. I keep alliterating these ideals and methodologies because if you can't get the fundamentals, you won't be successful. There is no silver bullet, no playbook, no manual that's going to give you every single thing you need to do in one phrase, in one sentence. I don't care how much you're trying to sell. I don't care how impactful your product or service is. The buyer is going to do what the buyer is going to do when they want to do it. 
Now, maybe we can speed that process along with authenticity and automation through adequate communication and nurturing and building that trust currency, but we still don't have full control over when someone buys. All we can do is provide the food, provide the nourishment, provide the water. Does that sound familiar? In my episode 27, when I articulate who denies water after being stranded in a desert for a lengthy period of time, nobody. But in the same way, when we find the right niche audience, your solution is like providing a cold glass of water to quench the pain point they've been experiencing being stranded in the desert, which means the sales process is a no-brainer, the conditions are in the right place, and they have our urgency to buy, and you have the very solution they need to solve it. But at the same time, even in that particular situation, with that cold glass of water in a very hot, dry desert, if they choose not to drink that water, that's on them. You can't control anybody. All you can do is provide the best offering that you can at the best time and hope that they decide to say yes. As y'all know, I talk in analogies all the time. I talk in visuals and storytelling all the time, partially because I'm a visual learner. Secondly, because I don't want there to be a language barrier, an understanding barrier for people to understand the key concepts to market and sell their business, their product, their deliverable, so they can make the money to create the life that they want to live for themselves and their family, for themselves and making an impact on others, to be the next generation of individuals that's going to really change the very fabric of their community. That's why I started the podcast. That's why I continue the podcast. And that is what this podcast is all about, has always been about, and will be about. Helping you employ the very tactics, strategies, trends, tools, all the things to help you get to where you want to be to therefore help someone else get to where they want to go. Would you mind doing a quick mental exercise with me? It'll only take a second. Imagine for a moment you're at work and suddenly you and your team are perfectly connected. I mean, perfectly aligned, 100%. There's no miscommunication, nothing falling through the cracks. You are totally 100% in sync, a collaborative, intuitive, and motivated force of nature. How does that feel? Pretty good, right? HubSpot helps you and your teams connect so you can always be in sync. With shared access to the same customer data, you and your teams can see the full customer picture. HubSpot's powerful CRM platform powers you and your teams to officially collaborate and power exceptional customer experiences so you can scale fast together. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better at HubSpot.com. So again, I always like to do reiteration, alliteration, and repetition because those things help you in your conscious and your subconsciousness to remember. And when you can remember, you can act on that. And if you act on it enough, results happen. And when results happen, that makes me feel good because all this effort to create these episodes and push out a podcast as an empath makes me feel really good. So let's go back to when I talked about at the very beginning of the episode, when you're dealing with, I'm not interested or I'm not ready. That moment where you feel like you dropped the prospect through your fingers, or you had the conversation, you felt like it went really well. You did the presentation deck and the VC, the PE, it didn't work. The CEO, not right now. They didn't take your SaaS solution. They didn't use your MVP. They didn't use your product. They didn't choose to buy from your e-commerce business. They didn't choose to buy your book. It was just left in cart, whatever the case might be. And we feel in that weird moment where you're like, I did all this. We got this far in the pipeline and then nothing. That can be very disheartening. That can be very tough. And depending on your day and your mental health and everything else going on, that can make for a really, really bad day coming from experience. And it's okay. These things happen in business every single day. That's not for me to minimize it. That's for me to make it very clear that this comes 
part of the package. This is part of the deal. It's like that moment where you work out and you get that peak moment where you start feeling it burning and then you can't do any more reps. That's kind of where you are right now. You were very close to getting to that last rep and then it just started burning. You couldn't go any further. So what do we do? That doesn't mean it's over. In most cases, that means you take a rest and it's not so much about the volume. It's about the technique. It's about having that patience and learning from your experiences. But the other thing I want to think about, and I want to bring psychology back into the mix of this thing. You have to understand that humans are hardwired to behave in ways that are congruent with what they committed to, in ways that, oh my goodness, I don't want to make anyone feel bad. I don't want to break a commitment. I don't want to let anyone down. We care more about what other people think in most cases than we care about ourselves. So what does that mean? What do we do with that information? When we deal with someone who has gotten so far down the pipeline and then just didn't happen, you have to go back. You have to follow up and do these next three words. Ask a question. Or better yet, ask why. Questions like, have you postponed the project? Have you put this project on ice? Have you put this opportunity on the back burner? Have you deferred the strategy call? Have we decided to go in a different direction? Are we looking for a cheaper price? Are we looking for a full turnkey solution? You get my point. It can be modified and optimized depending on who you are and who you're trying to go after and who that type of individual or business is. The point is, if you don't ask a question, you'll never really know. And sometimes, just how when you get that last rep and you get that burning sensation and you got to let yourself rest, you have to let the conversation rest and then follow up again with a clearer head when you're not too emotionally involved. And you ask them straight up, nothing personal, all business. Are we going to do this or no? What is hindering you from saying yes to working with me? Can you please be transparent? The reason why you can't modify or adjust everything that you're doing if you don't know why people are rejecting you. If they gotten that far in the sales pipeline, they were on board to some extent. They understood what you had to say. They weren't too broad. You weren't going too fast. And it was very clear. So if that is the case, we have to figure out why. We have to work backwards. So to work backwards, I need to know, now that we got to this point, why did you say no? I don't want to be left on a cliffhanger like I'm watching The Bachelor. The person didn't give me the rose and I will never know why. Uh-uh. Nah, run it back. I'm not leaving until you give me an answer. That could be sending a survey. That could be sending a point blank email. That could be leaving a voicemail. You see, just as how individuals don't want to let other people down, we don't want to instigate or start conflict. We have to understand that it's not creating conflict asking a simple question. It's their prerogative. It's their decision if they want to answer it. But if you don't ask it, you'll never get an answer. Getting those answers matter. And in making all the strategy, marketing, sales, communication, decisions. I can't help you if you can't tell me what are the clients are saying that did say yes to you and what are the people who said no to you and reject you? Why did they reject you? If I don't know those answers, I can't reverse engineer everything that you're doing to optimize your business to get more yeses and less noes. Are you following me? Again, we don't want to be too big. We don't want to be too broad and we don't want to go too fast. Sales is an art form that requires a lot of different disciplines. We shouldn't treat sales and marketing on their own separate islands. Typically, we need both arms to carry heavy things. You need sales and marketing together to help you close really big clients, which requires marketing and communication, which requires automations. There's so many things that could change the very fabric of your business almost overnight in a good way or a bad way. But it's not always about going fast or going big or going broad. It's about doing everything in our power 
to move right, to do it right, to execute right. I am not afraid to open any door, but I would love if I knew there was a higher chance that if I knocked, that door has a higher chance of opening. Take the time to reassess everything that you're doing. And again, you don't have to go too big. You don't have to go too fast and you don't have to go too broad. Having a niche, having patience, building a plan and executing on that plan can really help you go further, farther, and faster than just winging it and hoping for the best. I'm going to let you sit with that. Please do the work. Write it down. Give yourself actual deadlines. Evaluate your last 30, 60, 90. Evaluate how many conversations you've had, how many business have you closed, and be real with yourself. I'm not judging you. Ain't no one judging you. That little pain that you may feel in your chest because you're uncomfortable because you haven't done the work or you haven't done enough or you can't pull the data to quantify and say what's working, what's not working, or you're too stubborn, no offense, to make changes because this is all I know how to do. I've only done Instagram or I've only done LinkedIn or I've only done email. I refuse to do video. I refuse to do email. I refuse to do live stream. I refuse to go on different platforms. I refuse to try different markets. Well, do you want to make money or not? Because if you had it all figured out, you wouldn't have to worry about it because it would be working. But since you've been here three, six, nine, maybe even a year and nothing is still moving the needle as I keep echoing this specific situation over and over again because I feel like people are in that mode right now going into the end of the year and we don't want that then you got to make a change you got to hold yourself accountable look yourself in the mirror put a big flashlight on your business documents on your marketing plan on your sales plan maybe bring in some consultants to help you look at everything reverse engineer it why are we not getting to where we want to be because 90% of the work is on you the other 10% is being patient and hoping for the best don't be too big Don't be too broad and don't go too fast. I wish you all the best and let's go get this money. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 